Yeah, we're waiting on you, man. <laughs> waiting for, we're waiting for me? This is broken. What, what's broken? The headphone jack. It's not, it's not broken. It's, it's all okay. itchy. The Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmes. You know what? That's good enough. I think we're going to skip the Berman warm-ups because I want to go into straight... Is that classic? I was going to say Norm. I want to talk about Norm McDonald. That's classic Frank. No, that's nothing to do with me. I got to plug this back in. It's not working. Plug it into a different spot. Where's a different spot? Don't start the time. (laughs) Don't start the time for another 10 minutes. There's not one. 15 minute. There's not a... By the way, while we're leading up to the show... That this doesn't count as part of the time, Toledo. Did get quite a few uh, complaints at the beginning about the, the, the amount or the speed of the show, how it went by too quickly because they wanted to hear more of us. <laughs> right. No, they don't. And then, yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. No, I got some tweets, too, some angry tweets. And then I said, really? well, yeah, I said, well, it's that or nothing right now. <laughs> yeah. I try to say it in a nice way, but I, I, I am listening. We are listening. Let's go. Uh, because John's. Chop, chop. <laughs> No, we're not into the part yet. I can do whatever I want. I realized also I can do whatever I want with the show. I could say it's 15 minutes and it can just be a lie. Yeah, that's true. So um, you're learning from me. Then there were, yes, I actually <laughs> am. Like I used to believe a lot of facts that you used to spew. And then I realized he's just lying yeah, and just selling it. Bullshit. It's, but he says it with conviction. You say it you know, like you mean you it. You know what did, did it for me is it, when you said. He's just lying. You originally said, I will never get married again. You said- Oh, you no, said come that. on. No, and no, no, who no. doesn't and, say and that? And then you said, divorce. who doesn't say that? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, but in my mind, I would be trying to prove to the rest of the world that I'm not a hypocrite. You just went, ah, fuck it. <laughs> there was a- <laughs> It's not hypocritical. It you? was that, though. You did just kind of say, ah, fuck it. Loads of ah, fuck it. But that's life, isn't it? Ah, fuck it. And there it is again. Yeah. yeah. I, well, that's a good answer. No, I get it. it. You have to do that in life. We all have to do that and yeah. accept, accept hypocrisy. No, okay, I said it before, so, too. I'll never blow another guy again. And then you're like, ah. <laughs> and I was I, like, ah. And I know. <laughs> Frank will do it. Um, <laughs> Sorry to cut you off on your punchline. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. You, it's like I'm supposed to be in like a radio DJ where I just cut off all just the Just give stuff. me the weather. But then I got a couple, I got, a, well, one at least, one that was like, oh, it's cool what you're doing. Just stay with us. We'll see. I'm trying to- uh, Start the clock. Yeah. Wait, you just want to go. You want to go. got to hurry up. People I got rush hours you're, coming up here. I got to yeah, get home. Well, it's Toledo. It's got stuff with his kid. No, I'm not worried uh, about that You had to change the day. His, his STDs are not my problem. I got to get home. <sighs> so let's get into the Norm McDonald stuff. No. Um, you knew Norm. I knew Norm. Yep. I did not know him incredibly well. Ditto. Um, did I, anyone? I mean, I think so. Saget, had, I think, knew him. Bob Saget. About five people, I think, got to know Norm. Yes. In, in the- and I haven't, I haven't texted Saget yet, and I want to, but yeah. I don't want to because it bothered this Norm stuff bothered me. Yeah. Because he was such a nice human. Yeah. Um, it's a Canadian. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I felt the same thing. And uh, you texted me and said, I, you know I'm not emotional about anything. anything ever. And, yeah, and I'm Except kinda, for my kids. My kids. I'm the same. I'm like, I have the ability to just understand dying yeah. and be like, that's sad. and then But not be beaten by it. It, it hit me. It hit me good. Yeah. And, well, yeah. You even called me. I was going to yeah. call you, but I'm like, ah, I can't call him. It'll be weird. Well, I, yeah. But then you called me and it wasn't weird. <laughs> So I got to learn to go with this. Ah, fuck it. Like if we have emotions <laughs> once in a while to share. Yeah. Um, 
We have to share with each other because no one will believe right, it. No, that's that's kind of weird. <laughs> the crazy time, the crazy thing for me was Norm had messaged me. Um, it was actually a DM. I didn't have his number. That's how I know I wasn't that good of friends with him. Yeah. Um, and I'm searching it, and I searched DM in my DMs, not Norm. So Norm actually said this. You know, he he sent out a nice tweet and said something nice about me, and I said thank you. And he said you de- you deserve it, pal. You know, it always makes me laugh. I feel weird about doing the impression. Yeah, so do I. I was going to do it. I did this morning on the air. I'm like, oh, no, uh, yeah, not today. I, hope all is well with the family during these times. And then he said, let's get together after we're all better, which oh. meant I thought Corona, but could have meant more. You to know him too. Yeah, I don't because on the show this morning, the radio show, uh, uh, there was a I, I I said several times, and you were in a different world because you're in the world of comedy, so it doesn't surprise you. Well, you're in comedy, does not stand <clears throat> right. Yeah, but it's uh, I don't don't yeah. tell yourself <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I, I got no respect in the world of comedy. <laughs> this guy. So I uh, I kind of had those those very few fanboy moments of people that I would put on the Mount Rushmore of funny. Mm-hmm. And Norm was one of them, and that's it's a rare one for for people. But I thought Norm was like the guy that I look at and went, "Man, I wish my brain worked like that." Yeah, I, <laughs> you know, and and it's just it was just different. And and being a funny person and whatever, you see somebody else, and you're like, that's a different level of understanding and conceptualizing things and expressing them in a cadence that no one ever tried. Like, there's no delivery you can try yeah. outside of his that makes what he says funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. I, I talk about that. He, he just says the normal word yeah. at, you know, well, gross, just the way, grocery store is all of a sudden funny. His identification joke. I is short for I. D, short for dentification. And it's just not a joke. It's an observation, really, but it's hilarious when he does it. So the, the second time I ever hung out with him was on your show. You had right. to come in. The first time I ever, when I met him, because you only meet a person once. That's right. I met him in New York at the upfronts for Fox. He had Stan Hooper. I oh, think yeah. it was the Stan Hooper show. And I was there for Mad TV. And we had the same lawyer, this guy, Jared Levine. And Jared, uh, Ike Barinholtz has the same lawyer. We always do the impression of the lawyer whenever we talk. Like he's a uh, hi, it's Jared Levine. How are you? He just has no volume control whatsoever. Um, so he, he, uh, Norm, I talk to the lawyer that I do this. And I'm like, I do this impression of Norm. Uh, if you ever tell him about me, that'd be great. Right. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll tell him about you. But he said that much louder. And uh, so then I see Norm and I'm like, uh, yeah, Jared's my, my lawyer. Uh, he, uh, I'm sure. I guess he told you about the impression I do of you. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Do a little bit of that. Uh, do a little of that impression, you know. So I did it. I just start doing the impression. I feel like it's okay in these stories, right? A bit. But um, he's uh, he's like, do a little bit of it. He's like, oh yeah, that uh, that sounds like me there, you know. I'm like, yeah, I know a lot, a lot of people do impressions. So he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But that was pretty good, you know. That's uh, you know, what you remind me of. I was like, no. He goes, Artie Lang. You ever see Artie Lang? He's kind of a fat guy, like you. You know, it's just. <laughs> So, so uh, uh, it was just great. And then he's like, Jared, 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 come here, come here. You got to hear this guy. He's like, what? He's like, he does this impression of me, you know? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I told you about him many times. He goes, yeah, but he's doing it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Which was just... uh, See, the funny thing is the first time I met him, I was producing a radio show. Like He was doing dirty work promos okay and he and Artie came into the studio oh i know and i didn't really know Artie like as 
the way he became later. This was like 97. So right. he was popping, but not huge. Norm was Norm. And so they're in there, and Norm clearly didn't really care to be there. And I was on a show with a host that would ask questions of comedians, like, "When's the worst time you? Or what's the worst time you ever had on stage? What's oh, yeah. your? What's the best joke you've ever written?" So uh, he says, "You know, my producer John does an impression of you, Norm." So I'm on the thing, and I'm doing it. You know, yeah, you know, it's like uh, I come in there and do that dirty work. You know, I got that show going on. And uh, anyway, I don't want to be here. And so, and so I'm just telling jokes, and Artie goes, "This guy's funnier than you, Norm." And and so we started like, I, so what, what the hell would I do in this case? And he just points to me, like he leaned on me immediately. He was very uh, generous with that. Like, oh yeah, a lot of comedians don't want to give up a laugh. Yeah, and he would like immediately, and and well, he doesn't care. He did he not care. care. He's like, look, that's less work for me. Uh, but uh, his Tiger Woods thing uh, was one of the most epically funny takes on the tiger wood situation youtube it do whatever you need to do but i always think of that that thing like uh uh his his true heart was in in comedy like he meant oh. that like he wrote he wrote it for uh precision timing and jokes it seemed like the brilliance of norm was it seemed like he was kind of a bumbling moron right but it was all part of it it, and it was if so you watched brilliant. him you could see him thinking yeah four steps ahead it was like a quarterback making reads he could see the field and and man oh man and so uh, this morning we played his final uh, performance on Letterman and I still say that's the best stand up that's ever been done on Letterman yeah ever uh, his last shot on there because uh, at the end of this great routine he does a tribute to Dave yeah and he starts to cry and it broke me up this morning and I don't really? have emotions either and I got oh, Norm. and I, I just remember thinking it's too soon Norm was one of those guys and I don't know if you have this too that when you watched him like you just resonated immediately to like that guy's special and it hit me immediately that I knew he was hilarious and I followed him from like the first time I saw him on and I wanted to and and then the day that you were on the show he he and I exchanged numbers uh-huh. and that was this surreal moment of this guy I truly sort of idolized as a funny person is just now t- texting me and he didn't do it we yeah. weren't friends i'm not claiming yeah no 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 uh, but this that weird moment when he knew my name and he did this thing it was like every like all these other people can do that and it doesn't hit me norm was one of those like if i'd ever met phil hartman it would have been the same that, yeah. that thing of like this one is a fanboy this is that moment where i was like wow i shouldn't be your friend i because I, everybody's doing tr- i have a tr- i have a problem with this i don't feel weird about doing it on this show or you doing something on your show because we care about it it's weird to me when people are posting on social media i couldn't i couldn't do that um although steve byrne had just think uh, i i always loved you i will always love you yeah um and i just wrote this and yeah. you know steve byrne this nails it but you know everybody doing their tribute you can just tell so many people on the tiktok and instagram are just trying to get likes and right and uh, followers from Norm McDonald at this point. I feel, I've had people ask me to do interviews. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't know him well enough. Yeah. I wanted to, and it looked sounded like I was going to get to be in the Saget Norm McDonald Club, uh, you know, because they, they they were yeah. Saget was saying it to awesome. me. He's like, you got to come hang out with us and stuff. Like I was like, absolutely, I'd love to. And um, oh you know, my god, n- what a night that would have been. <laughs> I mean, how much I just sit back and stare at that. I mean, I, yeah, I, even... I, I had one weird thing, one amazing night like that with. In a comedy club, it was Gary Shandling, uh, Leno, Roseanne. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, it was crazy. And backstage at the Comedy and Magic Club one yeah, night, and, and it was just Ray Romano. Uh, oh yeah, it was unbelievable. Wow! He popped in and he's showing us his Lincoln Avenue. We gotta see this. You gotta see. Oh, look at that! Oh. You press a button. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, 
so yeah, I listen. I, I don't. I'm with you on the tribute thing, though. There's a lot of look how important I am paying tribute to Norm. Rather, yeah, than saying, that's what it feels yeah, like to I, me. I, I again, I, I hate when people are like Norm was a good friend. So, I, so what? Maybe he was. If he was, you wouldn't. Uh, to me, and this is my beef with social media, and I'm my fingers are so far off the pulse of social media, it's ridiculous. I just think that's for the person's page. I don't think that if you truly are friends with somebody, like if you like when my buddy when Ralphie May passed away. I didn't go on social media to tell everybody how great he was and how sad I am. Yeah. And it was I, Lovitz I, with Phil Hartman. He, he, right. uh, you just don't have don't to want to talk it. about it. I don't want to deal with it. Well, I want to talk about it to, to people I know. Right. It's personal. Yeah. You want to keep it that way. I just, I, I get weirded out by it. I, other, other people grieve differently. I, I guess I have yeah. to understand that, but I just yeah, don't me feel. Too. I feel like certain people, like Saget with the picture, that made sense to me. That, yeah. you know, that, but certain people that you know maybe met Norm once and they have a picture with him. Right. Uh, I kept reiterating today, this morning, like, I'm not friends with him. Yeah. Like, I almost made a weird point to say, I was, this, this isn't about me. I yeah, don't want right, you to yeah. think I'm friends with him. And I'm going to make I'm it not. about me. And I wanted to it, so bad. It's about, I was about to be friends with him. And then, yeah, you were so close. That same thing happened with Robin Williams. Listen to this. So, yesterday, uh, the, well, the news broke on Norm yesterday. I don't know when people are listening to this. So, uh, I had, uh, we do here uh, on the radio show, uh, a thing called Happy Endings. You've been part of it, mm-hmm. I think, every year. And we do a comedy show every year called Happy Endings in December and, and have uh, acts come out and do the thing. You know, it's a show. That's the name of the show. Yeah, Happy Endings. Show. Is so the, it's like the, the title of the show. Three headliners. I finally I finally get to explain something yeah, thank you. for you. I, I was doing a poor so job of it. Which you're doing for me constantly. Very busy. So uh, uh, yesterday, I'm sitting with the club owners and we're talking about who to get. It's coming down oh. to crunch time. And we've had a couple of people, you know, thrown around, we'll make some calls, make some calls. And uh, Matt, uh, who runs the club, says to me, uh, what about Norm MacDonald? Because I always want it to be people I've had a relationship with right. over the years that, know, that at the very least like coming on the show. We don't have to be like, you know, golfing buddies. But at the very yeah. least, he comes in and he likes being on the show. And uh, Matt says, what about Norm? He's coming in January. And uh, you, you got, I'm like, Norm and I go back and forth. We have a pretty good rapport. I, that would be a great yeah, phenomenon. I'm such a huge fan of his, and he knows that, and he's been super generous. He's come on the show 10, 12 times. So, uh, like, that's awesome. So, and at first I was kind of like, maybe not, maybe, I don't know. And so we're talking about that. We want to get Lovitz. We want to have, and maybe even Kevin Nealon, just do an SNL oh, reunion great. show yeah. and just have this thing up there for, uh, so throwing names out. And I'm like, the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, Norm would be perfect. And this is December, probably the second or third is the plan of the day. Um, as I'm walking Matt to his car, I'm like, I think the Norm thing's solid. So let's work on that. And then we got the other names. We're out. We'll make some calls. He goes, I'll put in a call. We'll see if we can do it. I go, okay. I, I'm walking back in. It couldn't have been two minutes later that my phone alert comes on and says that Norm died. And I'm like, well, how about that? Like, it's, it was just, it, I mean, it was a full swing. It was just such a full swing of, 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 uh, just the end. I, I, I hate how it happened because it, I, nobody knew. Like, you couldn't brace yourself. Yeah, out of nowhere. I didn't. We I were think, talking uh, about him because he's got dates planned in January. Right. Which means he, he was on the, you know, he hope. He yeah. was hoping. I guess my father-in-law was like that, too. When he, yeah. he was... Uh, See, I'm the opposite. You diagnosed me with something. I got no fight. No. I got no fight in me at all. None. Because you don't have kids. If you had kids, you'd you think fight. that's it. It's part of it. Is it? I, I really don't. I think if I if I didn't have kids, I, I might. I don't want to say I'd be gone at this point, but I care a lot less. <laughs> you might. Not I, be I would. Here. Toledo, absolutely right. Like you. Yeah. You, so yeah. there would there would be times where you go. I just don't care. The only know, reason. I, you guys let's are see alive? how close I can get to this edge. Yeah. So I'm going to turn into Bill Maher. Is what you're saying? You're, <laughs> it's you're going close. to occur. You're close. Not you're close. Too far off. Yeah. 
We shrink it down. Got to get some new hair, like Drew Brees. How, how, <laughs> save it. <laughs> I will. How uh, we're way over, aren't we? No, but it's it's really good though. Oh, were we actually? Oh, under? forty-five seconds to go. I don't want to be under. I wanted to go long for it. Right, well, it started before when we started. It. We haven't started injury time yet. Oh, oh yeah, we got injury time. Can Final. I tell you one last story about? Norm yeah, I'd show? love so to. He was on the radio show, and uh, Norm got to. And again, this weird kind of personal. I turned into a, a fan every time he was there. Uh, he got to know that I did some impressions, mm-hmm. and he liked a couple. But I think I, he'd always forget too. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, that guy you do does the voice. The voice. Yeah, you do the voice. A lot of guy, a lot of people I don't get. I go, he's, I go, Holmberg's unbelievably like he does voices. Yeah, because I'm so good at the other thing. I guess. I, I guess I only do one thing. I'm like so, Justin Bieber today. And like he's the voice guy. He plays the instruments too. Yeah. So uh, Norm comes in one time and he's like, uh, we're talking about I don't remember what, but it turned into, oh yeah, yeah you're the guy that does. Uh, you did have voices too, right? You know, with a freak and because uh, <laughs> you were on with yeah, right. You kind of started, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes because I told him I said your Super Dave Osborne makes me laugh. Oh, right. It wasn't great. It wasn't amazing. But the first time I heard it, I'm like, this may be the first time I've ever heard this. Dave Coulier's is still by far the greatest Super Dave impression. I hadn't even. I don't think I've heard. Oh, it. there's no difference. But Norm did it and told stories as him. And he goes, oh yeah. I said, will you do it again? He goes, you have to do one with me, and we'll do a scene from a film. And we'll do it. And I'm like, all right, well, that's going to take, like, what do you want to do? He goes, how about the Godfather? <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So I'm like, T- uh, what do you want? He goes, to do the, the Fontaine uh, is talking to the Godfather scene. So Toledo prints it up on the show. And right. this this thing <laughs> is the Fontaine. It's five pages. It's five pages long. And Norm is like, all right, I'll be super Dave. I was going to be the Godfather. <laughs> And then and you, and right there, you're just like, all right, this is, for whatever reason, this is brilliant. And he goes, and who do you want to do? Like, who's a good impression you do? At the time, the new one for me was Liam Neeson. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, I'll be Fontaine and I'll do Liam Neeson. And he's like, all right, okay, so I got the first line, and then you got the line, and then I got the big speech. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. So uh, first line, he, he goes, in, there's this kid who I think really is someone you should deal with. And it's like starts going on. And then I do the Fontaine thing. I'm like, well, Godfather, there's only one thing we need to talk about. Goes, Jesus, that's good. <laughs> he's not even in the this- No, he's gone. And then, and then he's like, God damn, that was really good. I'm like, well, I've done it before. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> so, Fontaine, you come into my office. <laughs> he goes right back into the speech. And I'm not kidding, Frank. He went through the, the, oh. the Godfather speech. And like, Norm, we got to go. All right, all right, take a break. We'll come back and finish. <laughs> come and back we, we came back and finished this, this Oh, yeah. When he monologue. was set on something, there was nothing you <laughs> so could So we're like, we'll be right back. I'm like, all right, Norm's got to finish the speech. And I had one line. It's like, please, Godfather. Please, Godfather. Damn it. That's good. All right. Well, here's what you need to know. And he's like, this is long. The, <laughs> and the best and joke was he picked it. He recognized in the middle it was too much. It was too much. But, he's, but he kept going. We were going to finish. Yeah. And I loved it. That's the great thing. That was the greatest thing. If any comedian, if anybody could learn anything about comedy from Norbert McDonald, was sell it. Yeah. Just keep going. It's, and don't care. Fuck it. He would, well, yeah, <laughs> he would get, he would bomb on purpose, I oh. believe. He, you know, people. People would not know how funny he was. He could do five minutes on Coke or Pepsi yeah. or just a cola and just say, hey, I want a Coke. Yeah. I want a Coke there. You'd say it's something different. No. Coca-Cola. It's got brand- just go on and yeah. just brilliant. Yeah, he was, was- I watched him once at uh, the Tempe Improv and he got into a conversation with an investigator in the front row. The guy was a forensic scientist investigator. He said, what do you do there? He said, it's just everything, you know, crimes, right? The room is lost. They're gone. Yeah. The late show. Hearing crimes. Yeah, what was the last crime you did? And you hear, no kidding. 
<laughs> and so it was like, uh, was it pretty obvious right away? Or, you know, like did the, uh, like, how do you investigate that? That's fascinating. You know, I, uh, <laughs> he didn't like tell us what the conversation right, he didn't, And he's he just got the mic. Amplify it for the crowd. And he's staring straight down at the guy. And everybody just tried real hard to listen. Holy cow, you know, I just realized I've been talking to you for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I should probably tell these people a joke or something. <laughs> and it just was, everybody's like, we're, he lost us and it was still great. And the, la- the last thing that uh, I want to talk about here before we do something else, which will be the next show. The uh, when he would ruin somebody else's interview on Conan. Oh my God, the Courtney Thorne Smith, the chairman of the board. Oh, I bet God. that board is spelled B O R E D. If you don't know what we're talking about, go just watch him destroy. I mean, he was so he didn't he was quick, but he didn't have to be quick because he could time it yeah, and yeah. make it weirder. Just the way he would ruin somebody else's interview, and he did it multiple times, and I think it became a thing on Conan, where if Norm was on the show, you knew he was going to try and get involved in somebody else's interview. Yeah, it was brilliant. But he had how, no no fear. Just say how, whatever you want. Didn't care how big the movie star was. He was going to chime in and say something that would ruin their movie. This will be a fun thing to try. How do you think Norm would announce his own death? Oh. Or like as a as a as a weekend update story. Well, you know, uh, big big. I feel weird about this. It would be, he'd love it. Yeah, That's you know, a big thing. story here. Uh, you know, I uh, so I uh, so I, I realized that uh, you know I wasn't wasn't here anymore. You know, looking down and I see everything going on. You know, so I get to the uh, the pearly gates. You ever been? In, you know, they aren't that pearly. You know, when they're up there, you think they're okay. going to be a lot prettier. They're just kind of normal gates. You get there and uh, talking to Saint Peter. Oh God. <laughs> There he is, and he's like, uh, he's like, what are you? You're here, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who's not going to be here? O.J. Simpson. Oh my God! So my my thought as as you were doing that was like, if I have to do one too, what would I do? Like uh, today, Norm Macdonald passed away from cancer. When people asked what kind of cancer, it was very rare. O.J. Simpson cancer. <laughs> like I was trying to think that he killed him, that O.J. did, or Don Olmeyer. <laughs> O.J. was the first thing I thought of. Yeah. Why? Uh, that and He's tied to O.J. That and Germans love David Hasselhoff. Or the joke that he told that I loved, and I'm, it would never fly today on Saturday Night Live. It's like, at least Marie Presley and Michael Jackson are getting a divorce. Uh, you know, she turns out she's a, a stay-at-home type, and he's a homosexual pedophile. <laughs> and not a good match. <laughs> Not a good man. Just the line after. He could do it now. Why is it we went right to OJ that he would make a joke about OJ? I don't know because that's just how you, you know, you, uh, that's if you grew up at that time, yeah. you just knew that was him. All right. Oh, my goodness. Norm MacDonald, uh, I, I mean, literally could do 20 hours. Yeah, he's, he's, the world's a lot less funny today. Yeah. yeah. Forever. Thanks to this podcast. I wasn't talking about Norm. Yeah. Don't air this, Toledo. Time set. Time.